Well, that was a first. For the first time ever, I just lost an episode of this show. Your Daily Lex. Wow. Yeah, so I just recorded an episode. It was like a six and a half minute episode and the garage being crashed and there it goes. I'm going to need a minute to regroup here. Okay, I think that silence was long and awkward enough. Now, the thing is, I had felt pretty proud of the uh, the show I just recorded that got lost during the great garage band crash of Aught 14. Uh, I can't remember what the heck it was about because it's taken me hours now to record this makeup episode, and I cannot remember what the heck I was talking about on the previous version of this episode. I was talking about my kids and how I don't have any kids on this episode. I, the original intro was, if you hate kids, this episode's for you because um, I don't have any of my kids on the show. And uh, man, oh, I know what it was. It came back to me. I was talking about how uh, when I, normally I don't listen to this show. I'm here for the four to seven minutes, or in this case, 12 that it takes to create the show. So I don't have to, uh, I don't have to listen. I already know what it sounds like. But um, with these kid episodes that I had where my children were on, uh, the siblings all asked to hear their respective brother and sister's uh, episodes. And so they wanted to, you know, they wanted to hear the show. So I was listening to it again and I was using an app called Castro, an app of which I am fond. And I have some setting in there so that it plays the episodes back at higher than normal speed, faster than one X. I think it's probably the 1.5 X setting, which may or may not be actually one and a half times as fast as real time. And uh, people listen to podcasts that way with podcast apps, because sometimes on podcasts, people talk more slowly. And that way, when you're listening to them sped up, things, you know, take a little bit less time. There's fewer, uh, unexpected gaps and pauses. Now, when I was talking about this, the first time I recorded the show, I started talking really quickly to suggest that people shouldn't use that multiplier when listening to me, because even if I do stammer sometimes or talk a little bit slowly, that I can also talk too quickly so that you wouldn't want to speed me up because if you're listening to me sped up right now, it's very, very hard to decipher what I'm saying because of all the things I'm saying very rapidly in rapid succession. Now, the thing was when I was saying it the first time I was improvising, this time I'm sort of improvising via recollection because I remember what I was trying to go for last time and I'm trying to do it again right now. It's going about as well or as poorly, however you choose to define it as it did the first time around, but it's, you know, it's my second take on doing this intentionally because I had this garage band crash the first time. And as I'm realizing now, as I'm talking fast to try to make people who are playing me back at a faster speed that it's, you know, harder for them to understand. I don't know exactly why I'm doing that. I don't know if it's to be a jerk, if it's to be funny or somewhere in between. My guess is it's really actually to be funny. I don't want to be a jerk. I want to, I want you to be amused. Hey, I have to slow down. I played at one X right now because Lex is talking too fast for me to listen to back at the two X speed. Anyway, my point with all that was I realize now that for many people, if they do listen at a faster than normal speed, they're used to the theme song being bum, 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 where I'm used to it being, you know, the normal theme song. And I thought that was funny. That's, that was my whole point of that little sidebar. Uh, totally tangentially, different topic. My friend Marco Arment posted some uh, blog posts recently, including one yesterday, um, about podcast networks. And I agreed with uh, several things that he had to say. He was saying that, you know, you don't need a podcast network, which is certainly true. You don't need a podcast network. And he was talking about the distribution podcast networks. Uh, the company I work for uh, runs Earwolf, a comedy podcast network. And one of Marco's uh, counter arguments that he received, some of them were apparently very vitriolic, although I didn't see all those. But one of the counter arguments he got was, well, Marco, you can say people don't need podcast networks because you're Marco Arment. Anything you do uh, is successful. And Marco made the, you know, the sane response. That's not true. I launched a podcast called Neutral that almost nobody listened to. Uh, it wasn't until ATP that uh, 
you know, I, I was able to launch a new podcast that had a bunch of fans. So it's not because I or John Syracuse is famous. It's because I think there's some other host on that show too. I don't know who it is. Um, but it's, you know, it's because I created a good show and he's not wrong. He was saying, you know, I get the first episode's audience for free because, uh, I have some, uh, some awareness, some publicity, but then after that, it's gotta be a good show and he's not wrong. But what I would say is I think it's easy to discount that it's so much harder for somebody who isn't Marco to get even that first audience. It's not enough just to be good. In other words, uh, it's the same, you know, with actors, uh, you can be a really talented actor, but you also need some mix of luck and success and some nepotism maybe to have your, uh, you know, to have your career really succeed. You get known, you do one good movie, you, you, you know, you get a part in a movie and people say, well, that guy was a really good actor. It's going to be easier for you to get a part in another movie. doesn't mean the critics are going to love the movie. doesn't mean it's going to be a popular movie, but it's going to be easier for you to get that part. The analogy I'm trying to make here is, you know, uh, it's easier for Marco to launch a show and have it be successful. Not every show Marco launches will be successful, but his, his path to success is easier than it is for a lot of people. I know when I did Unprofessional, it was on the Mule Radio podcast network, and I think that the... Uh, Hello, iPhone. The key appeal to me of of Mule Radio was Gruber adjacency, which is how I viewed it. You know, the talk shows, this big popular podcast, and I'd have my show lifted alongside it, and I thought that'd be good. Now, did it provide a tremendous amount of lift? No. Mule didn't have a whole lot of distribution oomph behind it. I, uh, I But I still liked it. I liked the fact that I was listed there, and I was, you know, alongside talk show. Um, now, with, uh, with Earwolf, you know, one that my company has, is a little bit different. Uh, because we, you know, it's, we offer a lot of things, right? It's not just that, uh, we'll help with the production. We have a studio space that you can invite, you know, famous celebrities into to come appear on your show and record in person with top tier equipment. It's also, you know, we have connections with iTunes and we can make sure your show gets featured. We can do bookings for you of not just guests, but also live events that you want to do. We just, it's kind of a full service thing. It's not for everybody, but it's for some people. And I would imagine that that, uh, little sidebar here was way more boring than when I was trying to talk really fast. And next time I'll be able to just stick with talking really fast. Quick programming note. I have no idea if I will do other episodes this week. Uh, you and I will both have to wait and see what happens. But uh, if I don't have any episodes left this week, don't worry. I'll be back on Monday. Lex. Lex.